do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. I'm all around music. I play the keys, I play drums, I play bass, guitar. Mm. No, drums um, is kind of like my major. So that took me into, you know, looking for somebody who can help me um, build my creativity in DJing. So I looked up a friend, like a senior um, colleague right now in the industry, and I met with him, and um, we started going to the radio station. Yeah. And you know, he took me to the radio station, one of the biggest radio station in Nigeria. By the way, I'm from Africa and Nigeria. I'm from Nigeria, and you know, we went to the radio station, and I started building that confidence on playing on air. Why people are not seeing you, but you know, you know what you're doing. So, this this was about like 2008, 2009, and you know, with that. He, he was a little bit famous. He was known in the industry. So all this time, I'm telling you, there was no whiskey, there was no Davido, there was no, there was nobody. It was just the OGs, like Two Face and the rest of them. Okay. I don't even know if just yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, it was very early, yeah, very early beginnings. Okay. Yeah, very early. So, you know, we started doing our thing, and. All of a sudden, there was a club in in in, in Lagos. The, the it was called the Coco Lounge in Lagos. So this club was owned by some guys. But what they did was to bring. I don't know if you heard about the band. Yes, the band. Yes, man. Yeah. My woman. So they, come on. Exactly. That's uh, it. Everything. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm Nigerian. So, Igbo. Okay. <laughs> what they did was to invite the band to mm-hmm. be partly owner of the club, Coco Lounge. Okay. This was about 2008-9, thereabouts. So I was the I was the resident DJ, I was the official DJ of the club. So then the journey started. Coco Lounge back back in the days was like the uh LCA records okay. owner. It was like the, uh, it was one of the, like, say say it's the one of the biggest, biggest club, like a record label, one of the biggest record okay. Those who were involved are like the, the more hits back then, the more hits were like Don Jazzy, Wandeko, The Bench, Ikechuku, okay. and all and all and all. So everybody wanted to link up with the more hits because the more hits were the first set of, Nigerian artists who got involved into crossing into America. The band, to me, the band was the first Nigerian artist who had a remix with Snoop Dogg. So because of that, everybody felt like, oh, wow, man, if we need to get to these guys, it could be like a plus for us to, you know, get noticed in the industry. Now, you know, in every club, DJ is very, very important. In every life of an artist, DJ is also important. So they felt like, okay, 
since we know the club and we have to like get to the club, why don't we get through the DJ? Let's hook up with the DJ. Let's make him play our music so that the band or Don Jazzy or the club owners can, you know, hear it and they can, you know, give us maybe like a contract or give us like a record label or okay. even give us like a collaboration, something like that. So then everybody was coming to me and trust me, there was a lot, there was a lot of artists gone already that we didn't even know. They were the, they were the, they were the forefathers of Afrobeat. Can you give me they some, the, you name me some of them artists? Okay, uh, maybe like, um, let me see like um, Two-Face. Okay, okay, yeah, of course. Like, Based yeah. alone, like, um, let me look for another person close. Ice Prince, you know Ice Prince? Yes, Ice Prince, yep. Okay. Um, uh, um, um, let me look for somebody uh, who is close again. Uh, Kiss Daniel or? No, Kiss Daniel. There was no Kiss Daniel there. there was Not no even then, Daniel. okay. Mm. No, there was, yeah. there was um, mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this dude. You know, no. Yeah. So there was, there was, a, there was a bunch of them. There were so many of them. Like I can't even, you know, remember their names right now. But they were the, the, the they were the, they was, the, they were the people who engineered Afrobeat. Mm, okay. After the fact that people like Fela, people like um, King Sony Ade, people like um, Pasuma Wonder. You know, they already knew Afrobeat, but they call it Afro Juju. They don't call it Afrobeat. They call it Afro Juju. So Afro Juju is basically like the traditional pattern of Afrobeat. Okay. So they were they, those ones where they were they were they were they um they were the Dickens. Let me use the word Dickens. They were the forefathers of Afrobeat. So they created it, and when the time came, people like the band and the rest of them made it like Afrobeat. So they brought it into the industry and they recreated mm. the pattern of those music and they made it what we have today. So back then there was no Whiskey and there was no Davido. There was, just keep mention them. Nobody knew about them. Oh, Nobody. No. Whiskey, when I said DJ, Whiskey was probably about like 11 years old or like 10 years old. Yeah. Because after then I started working with Whiskey. I DJed for Whiskey for about six years. How's that experience, man? Man, trust me, it was like what did you learn? You know, being could, a real could, kid, the whole star boy. Was it even could, was it even star boy at that time? Yeah, I could tell you it was the best experience I ever had. Mm, okay. Being a DJ. Because the industry has so many DJs, and it is it is a honor for you to be picked among the DJs to say, okay, you know what? Come DJ for me. Every DJ wanted that part of their life to, to be seen. So 2014, it was April 2014, and after I knew Whiskey quite all right, because then when he comes to Coco Lounge, the club I told you about, yes, he's been thrown out. They don't they don't let him oh, wow, come. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. he, yeah, he was he okay. was he was so little, he was so small. Oh. And Coco Lounge is 18 and above. He wasn't 18 then. So every time he comes in, he'll be like, yo, bro, I'm outside. Can you get me in? I'm like, sure. I'll go outside and talk to the, to the bouncers, to the security guys, like, yo, this is my friend. Please let him in. He comes in. Then he rolls with Juanico. 
he rose with the prince. The prince mm. is the person who signed Rema right now. Mm, okay, okay. So the, the prince is probably like uh Don Jazzy's nephew. Mm, okay. So he's yeah, so he's, he, he he knows the sounds that's he knows the sound. Yeah. At first he was an artist too. He was an artist. So uh-huh. but he decided to like you know keep that to the side and he, he brought in Rema to the scene. So back in the back in the days, whiskey grows with um the more heat. Let me just say the more heat. Okay. So if he doesn't come with them, he comes alone just to come to you, they don't let him in. So that was where we created that relationship. So by the time he went out of EME, he decided to form his own record label. He remembered me. He was like, oh, I used to know a DJ. And by the time we wanted to like, he wanted to kickstart his journey in the music, um, in his career or whatever, he called me in. I was like, bro, bro, can you, can you work with me? I'm like, yeah. If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now, and you want to learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes, well, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel right now.